Welcome back to the Unpleasant Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Shampoo, a.k.a. Big Shampoo. And it's your boy, Slider Guy, no lie. We got another special guest with us today. Let them know your name, where they can find you, and a little bit about what you do. What's up, y'all? I'm Brown Shoes Productions. You can find me on Instagram at brownshoe, P-R-O-D underscore. And I am a female music producer from D.C., Northeast primarily. Oh, yes. What's up? Right. So, yeah. They, they kind of jumped out of the <laughs> I said, we got what you grew up from. Can you give a little bit of background on, like, the, like how you grew up and got into the music, though? For sure. I used to be in the studio with my dad all the time. I was, like, five. Maybe, like, five or six. He used to rap. Okay. So I used to be in that environment, like, so much. But I ain't never really paid attention that much because I was a kid running around. But just being in that space, I remember, like, studio atmosphere, signatures and shit all over the walls. And then when I grew up, I was like, I think I want to make beats. But he believed the shit before I believed it because he was already really into it. So I was like, I think I want to, you know, I ain't really know nothing about production for real. For real. I was just saying that shit. And then he was like, all right, bet. So he really, like... Bought me this keyboard. He spent a lot of fucking money on this big ass keyboard. Um, first keyboard was a Korg M3. It was like thirteen hundred dollars. So I got like eight hundred beats on it. That's how I started, and I taught myself every fucking thing. Not gonna lie to you. That's all right, you know, having your parents doing yeah, it, then, and then <laughs> they then they supporting you do it. Mm-hmm. I know making beats is hard because my cousin had screwed me. I tried, but it was some of the worst sounds. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Like at the beginning, my shit was horrible, bro. And then my dad, he the type of person he is blunt. Like he's straightforward. It's hard to please him. So I make some shit, and I be like, damn, this young son, all right. I be like, dad, come listen to this. He be like, nope, too much shit going on. Shit out. Uh, he would just leave. I be like, damn, he just crushed my little feelings. But I needed that shit because now. How long did it take you to um get a beat that the first beat that he was like, yeah, this this alright? Maybe to for him, maybe about six years ago. Oh, yeah, he was like, you know what, I'm just gonna give her a yes this time, yeah. <laughs> like, I was, maybe I would have been a little bit hard. He's trying to say, yeah, For him, yeah, because like other artists they be like, yeah, this show sloppy, but see like and I get it from him, like we have a quality ear. You know what I mean? And we listen to a lot of mainstream music a lot. So when he's listening, he's comparing to that because that's what we really listen to. So, yeah, he's, you know, like, it's hard to please him. So for him, like, I remember that beat I made. And then it be the beats that you don't even think about. Like, I'm like, all right, it's all right. He's like, what the fuck? That shit hard as fuck because it's real simple. It ain't got too many sounds in it. And I'm like, damn, you really like that? And he like, yeah. And when you when he like it, that's how you know he likes some shit. Do you think like cause the musical taste and the age difference of like cause you know his musical era was that and this musical era was yours? Like you know what I mean? Do you think that could be conflicting with his interests of like do he like it or not? Not really, cause he had me <coughs> young, so he was sixteen. Oh yeah, I know. When I was I born, yeah, so <laughs> like me and my dad, we really like best friends for real, for real. Like I mean, when I was smoking, we was smoking together and all types of shit. Cause he's young, he had me young, so yeah. we like some people would go out, they might think we brothers and sisters, cause he still looks young in the face.
Like mid nineties, early two thousand. Gotta be a lyricist. They weren't. They weren't rapping here for real. They weren't really rapping here for real. So who was the um, who the first person, first rapper or singer that did a song to one of your beats? Mm. Was you? Well, we said like a kind of known. Yeah, it could be. It could be. yourself on the keyboard and like lock yourself in a room put them albums in like how long like some people going in but like, i'm going in the whole day just to make straight beats all day in the beginning it was definitely that because i was experimenting a lot i didn't know what my sound was i didn't know what i liked and didn't like so it was like every single weekend on youtube all day and then the best teacher of all time really Like, I love when an artist come in and be like, listen, I want this type of sound, this, that, that, that. 
Like, I know I'm really good at giving them what they want. Like, real shit. Like, I noticed that, especially when I was in college doing it. Like, they'd be like, I want this, and I get to them. Like, damn, like, you just really just, yeah, yeah, gave me what exactly right. what happened. Right. Well, that, so I want that. like a challenge. <laughs> like a challenge. Say, they say they want this, so I'm going Yeah, it'd be a good yeah. challenge, too, but then. Yeah. Keep you on your toes, for real, for real. You know? Do they usually go, like, I want this beat to sound like that beat? Like, I want that beat to sound like a little Chris beat or something like that beat. Or this song, you know, a particular song. Like yeah. Most of the time, because <clears throat> even during that time when I was in school, I graduated in 2018, so it wasn't too, too long ago. But um, they were still finding their own sound. So, yeah, mm. sometimes you would get that because they don't really have their identity as an artist yet. But nowadays, like, I would hate if I always be like, I want a Daytona beat. I'd be like, well, nigga, you gotta call Daytona. <laughs> like, you gotta call the beat. Like, the fuck? I'm brown sugar. You gotta come on a brown sugar beat. I can't do that. Do you have, like, do you feel like you have, like, a signature, like, style? I feel like, like I do. Like, come, let you hear that beat. Oh, yeah, I know who produced that. I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm in between, because, like, if you hear Timbaland for real beat, you, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, yeah. you know, you know, all right, one of them made this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then with me now, I do get people that say if they hear my beat, they know I made it because I'm I'm like R&B jazzy, like I love playing chords and shit like that. Um, but if you hear my album, I just y'all chopping the day volume two. Every track is totally different production wise, so it's like I have a, it's like I'm not really in a box because I can really do every fucking thing. Like I can really do some. Poetry, jazz shit, then I can really do some trap shit. Like, I can do it all. Was that the point of that? To show your versatility? Or it just, just yeah, don't happen that way yet? It really happened that way. It's still me figuring out shit, too, with my music. Because it's like, when I listened to it, I was like, damn. Like, if you listen to each beat, it's like a different part of me, in a way. Because they're all completely different. But it's still brown sugar. It's still my identity. So it's like, I'm different from a for real. Because it's not everything ain't going... Sound that a beat or dinner, yeah. Kanye got some shit to the change. You're like, this motherfucker is six minutes long. <laughs> yeah, Three nah, different beats in that joint. Nah, yeah. Like, what, um, like inspirations, like, fives, like, producers, definitely them, definitely people like Justice League. Oh, yeah, um, damn, people like, don't really, miss him that much. Yeah, yeah, like, Justice League, them niggas is fire, and I know they work a lot with Rick Ross. Like, Rick Ross is really one of my favorite rappers. I remember saying that shit in high school, and the boy was like, damn, I ain't never heard no girl say Rick Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even hear niggas really saying Rick Ross. I mean, rapping that rich shit, though. That's, yeah. that's, he make that shit sound nice, though. I ain't gonna hold you. You be talking some shit. I don't even know what that is. But, and that's wow. the thing. I love luxury rap. Like, his shit to me is like luxury. Yeah, that, that's, that's the perfect description. I fuck with that. I fuck with certain shit Jeezy do. Like, I like shit like that. And again, especially the beats, like Justice League and producers. Like, I've definitely heard people tell me they hit my influence from Justice League and some of my beats. Oh, shit. Sure. Not a bad person at all. Mm-hmm. How was it balancing school and doing the beats? And what did you go to school for? Do you mind saying yeah. that? Yeah, so I went to Johnson C. Smith in Charlotte. Um, but the major was music with a concentration in music business and technology. So it was easy for me because that's literally, <laughs> like, that was my major. Something I love. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm going to class. Too. Don't worry about it. I'll be there. <laughs> no bullshit. You go to class and you plan and whatever. Like, you doing what you actually love to do. But I wanted to make sure I understood at least the basic of the business before I got into it. Because I was serious about it. I was like, listen, I really want to do this shit. So I'm going to go to school and learn at least a little bit about how this business shit go before I just jump into it. Now, I think that's kind of like the hardest part because a lot of people have talent. But once it comes to business, <coughs> that's where things go 
downhill. So yeah. we would say speaking of balance, like do you just do music for a living or do you like have to balance like regular work type stuff? Definitely have to balance. <laughs> <laughs> um, like now I actually love my job. It's really fun. So I work with kids. Um at DCPS schools, elementary schools, but I actually teach them how to garden and how to cook. So it's like a program that comes to the school and we just, and, but that's like a hobby of mine that I, I like love gardening. I love doing that shit. I love cooking. So it's like. You like very like, meticulous shit. Yeah, I like, I like <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. So like. Put on me, the boards and the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for me to be doing that with children. It's fun working with kids anyway, especially like the babies. Like you get like pre K first grades and they'll be so excited to do the little shit. Yeah, they open and learn too. Yeah, kids cool. I don't really like too many but my son. <laughs> <laughs> How old is your son? Three. Oh. Yeah. They, they love his uncle too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my boy right there. Um but yeah, I definitely got to do what I gotta do for now to get money to pay bills. Boy. That's another thing. When I got out of school, like ugh, a couple years out of school was like damn. This is what my parents were telling me. Oh, yeah, they, 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 they warned us. Well, you, you, <laughs> you can have it. You can have it all. You just got to work for it all. Like. I mean, no bullshit. They ain't want to hear that shit, but <laughs> we did love it. Nah, I think the favorite, <laughs> favorite thing I heard was, don't rush to grow up. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, rush, don't rush. Don't rush to be grown. Don't rush to be grown. <laughs> yeah, I want this shit to slow down. I'm too grown. <laughs> I'm like, golly. I'm too goddamn grown. Chill out for a second. Yeah, let's yeah. take, like, as far as, like, the keys... Like you say, you going in. Do you get any like, what like what are your pro what's your process before you go in there and record? I mean, maybe yeah, big beats and shit like that. Like, what's your process? Some people got a process. They meditate a little bit. Probably go to a party night before, get some inspiration from that. Like that. What is your process? I just jump right in. I ain't gonna lie, cause it's been times I've been having a bad day and I made a fire ass beat. So it really like I don't ever really be like I gotta do this before I make a beat. I mean, I noticed like working out before making beats. That shit really keep me like, I don't know, something about when you work out, you just naturally feel much better mentally. And your body, but mentally you like much, much better, much happier and shit. Fucking brain running. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm fired up now. Yeah, so it's yeah. like now, shit, my creativity is really flowing. But yeah, I mean, I don't never really feel like I have to do anything before I make a beat. I just really pop in. I really got to be in the mood for it, of course. But yeah. You remember the first beat you made? I have it. I have access to it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Do like on like the keyboard. Do you like Some people. A lot of people don't like their first song. Oh, yeah. no. Maybe the first hundred I don't even like. Maybe somebody, like, maybe my dad, if he really sat down and went through it, he may pick out part, like, two. Well, did you, have you went through any of the ones, the first ones, and thought of ways to, like, tweak them? To like That's a good make them, yeah, make really. them towards your liking. I should. I don't think that like that. You, you actually I mean, go back and change. Because you though. might, you might have a little, you know what I'm saying, a, a start of no, something that you, if you don't like them, you, I could hear the potential in this. It's most definitely because you got the it. And I think also because, yeah, when I was in those stages, I wasn't overthinking. I feel like now or later on, I started mm. overthinking. Taking yourself too hard? Yeah, yeah, or with making or trying to make something sound too good. At some stages, it was just straight up just experimenting. So I was not overthinking anything. So, like, what you saying? I probably really could go back and be like, damn. Yeah, you probably got a whole bunch of new tracks. <laughs> no and, and the new tracks already kind of got the skeleton to it. Exactly. That's like yeah. the, the way artists do things now. Like, even... 
rappers now, they going back to the 80s beats, the 70s beats, mm-hmm. and mixing them together and shit now. Well, I look at it as um, the movie Evil Dead. Evil Dead 2 is basically a remake of the first one with a bigger budget. Mm-hmm. It's like, it made money. We got more money. So we can afford the. There's not money in this situation, but we see where we can improve this, like make it better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No more situation. party city blood. Go get the real blood. <laughs> <laughs> like we 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 saw what we we watched it and we saw what was missing. Mm-hmm. But we got better at it, and mm-hmm. we can still use this as a. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, to make it better. Stepping stone. Do you uh do you teach the um art to others? Do you have like any proteges, anything like that? You know, I'm really about to get into that. I want to start my old program and teach the kids how to make beats and stuff like that. I feel like I'm ready for that, too, because I was, I was in a program. You got that years and experiences, too, though. Yeah, and I was in a program called HOF of Columbia Heights Rec when I was a kid. Uh, I think I started in that program when I was, like, 14. But that's what it was. It was, like, different departments, and then my department was music, and then it was teaching us or... Like, we, everybody that came in already loved what they did or wanted to do it. So, I already had experience with producing, but they really elevated that shit. Mm. So, I feel like if I were to do it, I have a program with kids. Like, they already into it, but I'm just elevating it and teaching them more and more and more. But I would do that. I don't do it now, but I would. You would. Is it hard working with the artists? Cause sometimes you look like, I don't really like that beat. Can you, do, you, do you try to, like, change your sound a little bit? Can you add this? Can you can you cut that? Can you chop it like that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's cool because you, you, when you're working with an artist, you want to get an artist what they want. Like, it's not really about you. It's about them because you want to make them comfortable to deliver on the track. But if a nigga an asshole, that's a whole nother story. Okay. Like, it's like, look, slam. Like, come on now. Hey, can you just change the whole shit back? Hey, man. Like, I was like, look, yeah, like, it's like, uh, you doing too much at this point. But I always try to make the artist feel comfortable. And if they don't like it, it really don't hurt my feelings. Like, I'm like, it's okay. Like, if I play you a list of beats I got, if it's if it's one that I think you're gonna like, and if you don't like it, that's okay. Like I really never get into my feelings about it because I know another artist is gonna fuck with that shit. Like this might not just be for you. I ain't about to fuck this beat up. I ain't about to fuck nothing up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. So the the trapped in the day volume two, you want um, how like go go into like the making of that? Like you got different artists, like mm-hmm. where you like in the studio with all them. Did you like yeah. send it up? Or you was in the studio with everybody? Yeah, like ninety percent. Yeah, like 90% of them I was in the studio with. I was in there with. And, that, and this goes back to how I learned some little shit about myself. Like, I studied and I read DJ Khaled's book when I was in school. And I studied that man a lot when he do his albums. And people don't realize, like, the shit he do, that shit is not easy. Like, some people might clown him. But being, like, a producer or putting together an album and then having artists trust your vision and then mainstream artists at that, that shit is not easy. Probably so how I was able to navigate this album and get the artists to trust me, and they actually listen, and then was like, all right, let's do it. Then it worked out. I noticed I really had a gift for that shit, because like, even putting multiple artists on one track, I had to be able to hear them together. Mm. Like, that ain't really, it may sound easy, but when you really doing it, that shit not really easy. Have you ever been like, this verse don't match that first verse? You can probably got to do that. Yeah, I've been there before, but in this, doing this album, every artist that's on it is really kind of at a certain tier in their, um, you know, like in their artistry, you know, or in their career, really. So I didn't really have to deal with that in this album, but like previously trying to do tracks, hell yeah. But now it was, 
it was pretty smooth. Now, I did have artists that didn't want to do it, that fuck with me. I'm like, all right, cool. And then, you know, I ain't getting some offense about it. I was like, all right, nigga, you gonna see. So you gonna see <laughs> later <laughs> on. How, how, how was that? Like, the recruitment process, like, did you just, like, reach out? Or you have, like, somebody that reaches out for you? I reached out. I reached out. It was, it, it was really people I was already fucking with, for real, for real. Okay. All the artists on there, probably except maybe one or two. Those one or two people I wanted to work with and I was able to, but everybody else already knew. Oh, it kind of the network. And even the people that didn't want to do it already knew, so I was kind of shocked when they just was like, like some people was being difficult about my vision again. Like, I had to deal with that. Like, I have a vision, they be like, well, I don't know, da 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 da. And it's like, right, you don't got to trust me. I ain't going to force you to trust me. But then again, a lot of artists did, and I, I fuck with that. I respect that a lot. Do you think that makes it easier for you? Like, look. Shit about to be smooth. You trust it, you trust it. Do you like not like you say you got people that critique it, but I don't do it. Do you choose about I got something else for you, or you buy like, just leave that there? Like, what I'm like for them, I want to say, but I can't really do this one. Do you try to find them something to kill Oh, yeah, them? I want to I wanna do it. Let's, let's meet in the middle because I don't want it to be all about me. Like, it is my album, but then again, I want the artist to be comfortable. I don't want to force you to do anything too much out of your element. And it's a collaboration, so let's come together. Like, if yeah. my vision don't totally make sense, then okay, let's figure out how it's gonna make sense for you, you know what I mean? Like, I'm real reasonable with shit. Yeah, motherfucker get on James like, ah, right, you know what? Maybe we didn't want to do this because I could tell this is not ass right now. Yeah, it's like, I, I was, I refuse to force, force it. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's why it, it came out pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have something that, like, motivates you? I know sometimes you gotta be in the mood, but, like, something that that keeps you going, like, mm-hmm. like, or like, like a lot of times people, if it doesn't really hit, like we're not rich, mm-hmm. they might be like, man, I don't really want to do this, so it's just like, you just love it that much, it could be your love, the love for it, that it's motivation, it's the love, but I ain't gonna lie, I feel like, this is like my calling, in a way, like I have a lot of conversations with God, and I remember when I first built my relationship, with like before, I had a relationship with God. I don't want to get too spiritual, but this oh, is some shit. real shit. <laughs> like, before I had a relationship with God, I feared him because I didn't really know him. And then once I started getting to know him, then we was talking a lot. And I remember moments where he just would really be like, this is what the fuck, this is what you here to do. Like, I remember that shit. I remember one time, my grandmother, she's very fucking spiritual. Like, she's very spiritual. So one day out of the blue, she called me. She was like, God told me you will make it. And I was like, damn, like hearing that shit from her, like, out of all people, when she says something like that, like, that really means that's really going to happen. But, yeah, I feel like this is, like, my calling, especially because my dad didn't finish it all. So, I feel like it's, like, full circle moment. And I feel like I'm meant to finish off what he really wanted to do. But then, of course, he was young, so he couldn't really. He had to provide. He had to feed me. He had to do what he had to do, for real, for real. And whatever else he was doing, money-wise, was faster than music. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Makes perfect sense. Perks it. Dad's ready for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel we got like dad. this is it. This yeah. is it. Yeah, I feel like... Do you think he's, he was the building block for the generation? For you to keep building yeah. on? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because yeah. even when he heard this album, like, he literally rated each track a 10 out of 10. Like, real shit. Oh, he was definitely like, this is can't be real right now. Like, Whoa, right. No, I'm coming along. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> oh, boy, that's literally how I felt. And I ain't gonna lie, it was one track that did not make it 
And I was glad that, because I made him the executive producer, I was glad I had him on my side to really, like, solidify how I was feeling about the track. Because I, I wanted to put it on there, considering somebody else's feelings. But I just knew I had a feeling this shit not going to blend with the album. When he heard he was like, fuck no, that shit not going on there. It don't sound right. Yeah, and then when I told that person, they were mad as shit. And that was my first experience with having, like... I don't know issues with music or business because they was like pissed off. My motherfucking feathers hurt. Remember what you made? My shit ain't good enough. Like, like it just didn't make the cut. Like it's business, and but that whole thing, like, and it's it's with having this relationship with somebody and not expecting that when something like that happens, that's gonna fuck up y'all relationship potentially. Like if you mature enough to just get through and know it's business, but in that situation, I was like, like this is my first time really like. Going through some shit with business, but then people taking it personally. That means you're doing something good, though. You're like, shit, I missed out. How the fuck I miss out? <laughs> like, yeah. Actually, like, your production, like, is it, like, more so, um, has it been, like, artists in this area, or is it more so, like, a... It's been mainly, yeah, mainly a DMV artist. Yeah, I know everybody probably want to reach out. Do you have, like... Any other like areas, you know, certain areas have their own sound. Like, mm-hmm. do you have like any areas like you have artists that you might want to work with? Like, you might want to work with some Cali, maybe with some New York. Yeah, well, definitely back in Charlotte for sure. Like, it was artists that I connected with there when I was in school, and I definitely would love to like do some more shit with them now. You know what I mean? Is the sound like too different from here? Is it like their sound, like their sound to this sound? It's not too different. Okay. It's not too different. Charlotte has a distinct sound. It's just a. It's like I mean, if you think about North Carolina overall, it's just a, a down south sound. It's honestly, my brother, he lives in Charlotte. He mm-hmm. raps too, but he from here though, so I'm like, he just sound like. Yeah, because I feel like, like my from my um experience in Charlotte, mm-hmm. everybody do have their own distinct sound too. Okay. Yeah, everybody's like, they sound like themselves. Now, maybe the beats may be like, oh, yeah, that's the down sound. Yeah. <laughs> I say, like, like, I listen to the baby. I was like, all right, that sound like little uh, P. Pablo and shit type shit. It's more upbeat, more tempo wise. Like, it's mm-hmm. for the partying. Like, it's fast. You rap about, about anything, but it's faster. Like, yeah. the pace is a little bit faster. And that's, that's crazy <clears> to say that because, like, when I was even living down there, I just felt like versus the city, like, the city wise was slow. Yeah, it's like not music, but just like yeah. being in the city or uptown Charlotte, whatever. It was much. I was like, I don't know if I can stay here because I'm used to the DC, like where it's faster. But then, that's actually great you said that because the music yeah would be a little more bouncing, way more. Yeah. They're probably trying to live out the fastness to the music. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, it's slow as shit now. Yeah, like yeah, speaking into the business. <laughs> you mind any any of the artists that you got on the tape now? Oh, yes, we got uh, Young E Glass on the tape. Oh, yeah, we got sure. LB 1990X. We got Louis Bags. We got a poet named Mary Lance. We got, um, shit, that's very far. We got so many artists on here, though. Um, Nola, Asa Weeks, Autumn LaBella. Oh, shit. Heard, heard of all the damn names for Sierra, real. Um, it's somebody I'm missing. I'm missing somebody. So it's like one more artist I'm missing. That's bound to have another person. Mm-hmm. I know, but it's I don't nice. know what's going on. I know what's going on. 
Like I said, you working on a follow-up or a sequel even? I'm working on some singles. Mm. Yeah, and then I'm working on some videos for um, Jamani Love. Mm. That's my girl. I couldn't think of her name right now. Y'all know Jamani Love? I haven't heard of her. But she's a uh, R&B singer. She's from, she's out of Waldorf. She's fire. So mm. when I met her, she was probably like 17. And I was like, damn, you 17? Singing like that? Like her voice is <laughs> like... Her demeanor, like, I was like, damn, she's fire. Even her writing, her pen. Um, but yeah, I think I named everybody on the album. Okay. So, so you say you, you working on some videos for, for that, from that sense, from that mm-hmm. particular one? So yeah. Did you have, did you have like, a, like singles that you released from there or just like the tape? So one track on, the, on my block with Louis Bags, that's the actual single. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Louis. So we going to do a video for that one first. Um, and then we're going to do another video dropping in the fall with the Jamani Love track called Steep. Mm. Yeah, and that's giving the R&B slow, you know. Bring that fall vibe in. Exactly. It's definitely going to bring that fall vibe in. So you strictly on the production side? Do you get on the track, like vocals, or even if you shout out? I feel like I'm too shy. You <laughs> might, might talk like Kylie. <laughs> I know. I feel like that nail, that nigga Kylie, he definitely be all over the track. I'm definitely not that. Like, if you listen to the first track, I'm talking on the first track. Just just so I, like people can just hear my voice. But I'm having a conversation with um, BT's big homie, Rome. And this is a guy I met. A couple years ago, he owned a studio in Northeast D.C. called HH Studios, and that's kind of where I started when I came home from school, but he's literally seen my progression from then to here because then I dropped Chapter the Days Diamond 1 when I was working at his studio, which is literally just a beat tape. It's all beats on it, and I just wanted to... That was my first project I ever put out. Mm. So I wanted... I was ready to put some shit out, and that's the one I did. So if anybody, he was one person that seen the progress from then into now. So we listen to track one, me and him just having a conversation. Okay. But like, yeah, people be like, wait, like, some people that don't get it yet, they listen to it, I'll be like, I didn't hear you. Uh. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you hear me in the beat. Like, that's literally me, all the production. That's how you speak. Like, real shit. <laughs> I, I get it, I get it. You got any tags on you? Let me tag you, tag them. Yeah, I got a tag, I got a beat tag. My little cousin, I recorded her when she was three. So I recorded her saying brown sugar. So that's the beat tag. Yeah. That's crazy. We got a beat tag. We got three years old. Just outside. Yeah. Who's <laughs> <laughs> in your comedy? Yeah. yeah. You said unpleasant thoughts. Yeah, yes, but um, do you have any like any other endeavors that you're involved in? Like, so you just like focusing strictly on like the music production? Like, I definitely am. I'm definitely just focused on the music, trying to just, um, my main focus now is just pushing it to, try to get it on the radio, at least taking over the East Coast first, with radio, um, trying to get it on as many Spotify playlists and different playlists as I can, to keep pushing it that way, um, again, the visuals, but that's the main thing, it's really just the music. You're gonna appear in the visuals? Hmm? Are you gonna make an appearance in the visuals? For the oh, time? yeah, yeah, I'm gonna definitely be in the <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely being. Actually, like, I'm gonna give you a little sneak peek. The Jungle Jamani Love called Steep. She's not even gonna be in the video. It's just gonna be me as like the female presence in the video. Then I'll have a male presence in the video too. But I feel like that's. You ask me. I've never really seen a producer produce a track, have an artist with a track, 
but the video is just a producer in it as like the model or whatever. Like the, the storyteller. Storyteller. Yeah. That's, That's different for sure. Like, it's no artist in it, just somebody telling the story, you just making the scenes, making the scenes in and out. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm gonna get into my top five for you right now, right? Yeah. Top five. What artists do you want to work with, dead or alive? Make a beat for. Rick Ross. Okay. T.I. All right. City Girls. <laughs> Jay-Z. <laughs> mm-hmm. Take all these last two. Lotto. And hmm, it's so many. Nah, I know if I say top five. <laughs> it's so, it's so many. You said Rick Ross, T.I., City Girls, Lotto, Lotto and Jay-Z. Which would just be on honorable mention right here. This would be a sixth one. Shaq Lizzie. Okay. I really want to with that nigga. So... Do you have like um like connections to the radio already? I do, I don't yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know you got like some recognition for like you made like the uh, made in DMV list, like yeah. top producer thing. Wait, did I see y'all? Here? Y'all was there, right? No, nah, we weren't there. Y'all wasn't at the main DV conference? No, nah, we was at the main conference. The conference? Yeah, we was there. Yeah, yeah, we was yeah, at yeah. that joint. I'm at the you list. I'm saying, yeah, we was there. It was so many people I, there. I, I don't know. I, it was, I, I don't know. I probably said it. Yeah. We probably just didn't. I yeah. I was probably, there. There was so many people there. It was so many yeah, people there. <laughs> we be here somewhere. Somewhere with the camera. He taking pictures. I'm going to Yeah, it be so many people there. And then when you do events like that, you don't know who nobody is. And yeah, tell you, you talk face, face before, or you heard their name, or you talk to them. You're like, oh, you that person, this that's person. That's why right we keep this on when we go out. We just get hot. We need t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I see, I see your, I see your shirt. Yeah, I see your shirt. Shout out to the first line. Make sure y'all go cop some merch. Brown sugar pod dot com. Yeah, it's getting too hot for these. We go everywhere. Yeah, have to make it nighttime. Especially today. Nighttime. Yeah, I'm, I, I ain't wearing it outside. Okay. <laughs> it's, steady, it's definitely steady. not as shit. <laughs> Nah, yeah, so, like, I was going to split the fuck with those. I know, I got another top five for you. Oh, okay, let's do it. Yeah. What would you like to travel and put your name in this in the world? Like, what would you like to travel? Ooh. Trap top five places you go there, you're like, I'm going to solidify this. I'm going to solidify my name here. Ooh, South Africa. Nice. Africa. You know what? I feel like I want to go over there and, like, study music. Like, I want to sit down with mm. tribe with some drum, hand drums and shit and, like, Take that influence and go in the studio with it. Have you done, like, like made a beat with, like, live instruments? Well, I got a beat pad. And then, um, really, most of the sounds that I have, I use machine native instruments. Like, they really do be having some authentic, like, drums. Like, it really will sound like a real drum. That's the most I've done with recording. Mm. Um, South Africa, Australia. Okay. To the outback. <laughs> uh, China. Mm. They be fucking it up over there in China. I'm telling you, the beats. <laughs> they do got some beats over there, my fucker. Uh, I feel like, like a random spot, like Colorado or some shit. Mm. This is random as fuck. Somewhere I just have not been before. I just feel like it, it's influences everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like anywhere you go. Um. 
Cali. And I do get a lot of people that tell me, like, some of my beats sound like they're influenced by, like, the Cali side. Like, what Cali artists do you listen to? I definitely listen to their producers, Michael Keys. Okay, I heard them before, too. Them niggas is fire as fuck. Shout out to Michael Keys, and them niggas just dope as hell. Um, Anderson Pat, one of my favorite artists from over there, Janae Aiko. Love her shit. For hmm. sure, for sure. She wanted my artist. Like, I feel like drop when I feel like drop. <laughs> no, bullshit. No, she dropped. She, she dropped. Oh, was that five, though? That's five. Right. Yeah. I was going to um, say, like, do you have, like, songs that you produce, like, on any other artist's track, like, on their albums? Mm-hmm. Some of those. Yeah. Uh, who am I on? Who else do I Um, Jamali Love Again. I did some shit on her album that's out. Um, Bree J Q, as I mentioned before, my cousin. Who else? I feel like, you know, I feel like I've been working out a lot lately. Like, <laughs> you see, I, I got so much shit like, going on right now. I'm like, yeah, when I look at it and I be like, damn, I actually been out here. Y'all like, moving. Would you, do you have an artist or would you, like, be interested in an artist? Like, you know how some people, like, do a tape together, just me and this artist type situation. Yeah. At the time, at the moment, I'm not. But I would. I would. Definitely if I, like... And then I think I get this from my dad, too. Like, they gotta be hard as fuck. Like, they gotta really hit all the aspects for me. For me to, like, damn, I want them really what, what would make them qualify for that? Like, what, what, like, specifically, like, what summer? Their looks, their aesthetics... Um, they would have to be like they have to have like the whole package with pretty much like you know how to like um ride the beat, flow to a beat here yeah, and then yeah. switch the flow up. Yeah, I get an example. You can name somebody mainstream so that you would like have a whole team. You say y'all listen to mainstream a lot. I, I do, know. I do. Okay, Lotto for instance. Let's go Lotto. She has the look. And then she also, like, she's been hopping on a lot of other women's features and remixes and stuff like that, meaning that she know how to, she probably, when you interact with her, she's probably really a cool-ass person. She's not really with the drama shit when it comes to females. You can tell she's really a person that's trying to work with females. So then she's hopping on the track, but then she's fucking delivering on the track. Then you'll see her in a video. She she delivering looks. She's delivering the appearance. Like she got the energy you need, but then she also has a switch up. Like if you listen to her album, she can go in different modes with that too. Yeah, I seen her style go to like the pop pop sound a little bit too. Yeah. Send her a beat. So, like, what's your what's your ultimate goal with the production thing? Like, do you want to build like a production team? Do you want to stay solo? Just make your albums or your singles? Like, what's the no, big I really picture? Just, I want really, label. Like, I want to influence the world with my music, but then my brand, Brown Sugar Productions, like. We really like encourage and inspire women in a male dominated industry just to be bold and to strive because it's not really easy being a woman in a male dominated industry. Like, I mean, I know I am, like, I'm comfortable being in a studio full of 20 niggas. Like, I'm just comfortable. With I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm cool. And 
then like if I feel like I need to speak out, I won't speak the fuck out. Like I don't give a fuck about that. But then it's not it's not a lot of women that can really do that, at least right now in this room. Like they wanna be a producer, but then when you gotta step into certain settings, like you in the hood in the studio, <laughs> you gonna have to carry yourself a certain kind of way. I don't really know too many women producers, honestly. So not you know, either. I don't know if it's because me and saying maybe they're not comfortable. Like being around or being out in the open. Mm-hmm. You know, some people produce and they just stay in the background solely. You won't see or hear from them. For real, for real. This one I know, she's in Atlanta. Shout out to Tasha. Tasha K. She's a fire ass black producer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like what you're saying, like, I think the thing is too, a lot of like, a lot of female people, they not like, even their beats is just not hard enough. Like, it's not knocking, it's not hitting like a nigga shit would. Like, you might listen to my shit, and then, and then somebody say it's a female, you'd be like, what? Like, the female made that shit? I think it could be another thing, too. They might think it might mess them up. Say, if I hit a song like these beats, and then, I don't know who made it. It's just another beat, hard as shit, and then it come out as a woman. They might make me feel like, uh, all right, yeah, yeah, I might make somebody think less of it. Mm. Or they probably hit the Oh she had help with some shit You know motherfuckers like to make stories up Who who helped you? Like a lot of times You know what I'm saying People would like stuff Until they found out who behind it mm-hmm. and Even though you loved it before Right Now you just found out who did it Now you think less of it Like shit, that's how people like that That's why you turn fools no more so You find out how <laughs> that, but that's, that's some people when you find out certain foods, man, you be like, no, nah, I don't think I want to eat that food no more. You learn the background yeah, real yeah, quick. <laughs> like, like, like a movie, you might be a good movie, and you see it's a good black movie, and you see it's good written by a white dude. Like, uh, Who helped you with that yeah, shit? Yeah, really, not, not, not I'm offended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said nigga about 30 times in this <laughs> What? That's Quentin Tarantino for I don't know, but I feel like... I guess in my face, I guess most of my experiences has been like niggas have gotten excited because I told them I was producing. They're like, oh, I want to work with you. It's different. It's different for real. I will say that, though. I think, yeah, and I think that's why, because it's just something that you just don't see all the time. I'd be like, if it's good, it's good. I don't give a fuck. What's your favorite thing about making beats? What is your favorite? What is, what is your favorite reward from making beats? Like, what is it that keeps that passion and fire going? I think hearing what an artist puts on it, because since I don't write, most of the time I don't, I never know or never have much of an idea of how lyrics can sound on it. So like when mm. I make some shit and I'm really in love with it, then I hear an artist put some shit to it, it's like, damn, I would have never imagined uh, somebody never doing that to it. Yeah. Uh, that's different. You ever consider like doing a beat <clears throat> and just like maybe making a hook for the joint or something? Like, I did that before. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How, like, how did that turn out? Like did like with the like did somebody get on it and it turned out like alright good job did that that actually just happened uh, oh why did I forget about them shout out Frank Dwight and Lay oh my God we got to chop on my album Heartbreak 2.0 um chapter the day volume two so it's called Heartbreak but this is my first time actually getting some writing credit because oh. I named the beat Heartbreak and they actually was like why is it named Heartbreak. And then I was just like, it just feels so good that it, it breaks my heart. I was being funny, but for real, for real, like, I love the beat so much. It was like, 
it feels good. It breaks my heart. And then that's the lyrics. Like, they was like, it feels so good. It's breaking my heart. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I actually... You get it as a nice template. Okay, you got me an idea. You got me. Like, I like that. I like yeah. that. That kind of feels deep. Nah, that's that's. So that right. was really my first time, like, really, really having like, some writing credit. Oh, that shit. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. what are your goals in the next five years with this? That's a great question. I should definitely be very wealthy and rich by then. I should definitely be um, a nice staple in the music industry for representation of women at that point. I should definitely have a BET award at least by that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I should definitely be nominated for a Grammy at that point. Um, I should definitely be doing some sponsorships and shit, probably in a movie by that point. Because uh, again, I just want to influence people and women, you know, because I don't think you see people like me all the time. I don't know, not, not in the game of this have type you, of game. Have, have you reached out to, like, bigger artists yet? Or? I have. I do. Sometimes I just be I just be knowing, like, and I got to get out of there. I be knowing, man, they're so big, they're not going to see this shit. But if I could just, just keep the pedal on the metal with that, you know what I mean? Like, at least have All you need is that one cosign. Real shit, yeah. And if I could just keep continuing to reach out to these people on a regular, consistent basis, somebody gonna open that email. Somebody gonna reach back. Somebody, you know what I mean? So. For sure. Hell yeah. I see. I like that. Like you say, I'm definitely gonna. I definitely like you. Set your goals. Definitely. Like I ain't thinking about. It. I definitely should deserve all this shit that's coming my way. Specific goals. Yeah. Yeah. And I need to do everything. Is really manifestation. Like you gotta believe it. Like, I be, telling about, I be telling people, like, for the shit that I want out of life, it's no choice. It's not, it has to happen. <laughs> it's like, oh, I hope, no, I ain't no hope, shit. Like, it ain't got no choice but to happen. Yeah, hope on me. Yeah, hope is not going to You have to look at shit like that. You just have to. Like, the universe is going to go off of what you believe. Mm-hmm. So if you believe it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. But if you believe it's going to happen... You can't have other people have more faith in you than you have in yourself because you know what I'm saying, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going with that. No boy. Right. Yeah. What what do you got anything coming up? Anything at least within this year, again it's just pushing those, um, getting the visuals out, doing more shit like this, getting my name out more. Cause I do feel like at this point a nice amount of people that know me in the city. Like going back to the Maiden DV conference, like this year, even last year when I went, it was a lot of people around me. This year was even with people that was even calling my name, like, hey, brown sugar, da, 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 da. So that tells me, even at home, I'm doing much better. I'm really climbing that ladder. You never know who's looking at you today, like, yeah, hey, I don't know you. And yeah. seeing the progress, that's always. Mm-hmm. And that, that's good for you, like your, your confidence in yourself, thing just make you feel like you're not doing it for nothing. Even if you, even if you're doing it because you love it, but the fact that people recognize, it. Yeah. yeah, and everything. But um, you got an unpleasant thought for us? Think it was one like unpleasant thought? Mm-hmm. What kind of unpleasant thought? I don't know. That's that's, that's just a new question. Yeah. People expect unpleasant thought. They expect us to live up to the name. I don't know. I mean, fuck everybody who ain't fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have no. Male producers suck. Mm. <laughs> I don't really have too many unpleasant. Thoughts. I think I'm in a good mind state mm. right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, that's what we usually good mind state. Keep it, keep it clean. Keep it. Yeah, I'm pretty positive. Right now. I'm pretty pleasant. 
Yeah, you said the shout to the pleasant. You got anything else you want to tell you before we wrap it up? Um, thank you all for having me. Again, follow me at Brown Sugar P R O D underscore. Um, on Instagram, hit up my website, brownsugarprod.com, and just stay tuned for everything I got going on. And if they want a beat from you, what's mm-hmm. the best way to? You can DM me on the gram, or you can go to my website. Um, you just it's the um section where you can just put in a message and let me know what you're looking for as far as beats, and if you want to work, we can definitely make it happen. Oh yeah! All right. Shout out to Lotto. Shout out to Lotto. Yeah, we on the way, sis. I need that. Yeah. Tiger. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm definitely Tiger too. It's your boy Shampoo, aka Big Shampoo. And it's your boy Slider God No Lie. I'm Pleasant Thoughts Podcast. Yes, sir. That was good. That was good. Yeah.